0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 249 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live. We're back live on Facebook and Instagram over at ComicAnthonyD. The Facebook scout is over. We're ready to go. We're live. But as always, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash Podcast. Also available on iTunes. And while you're on iTunes, please, five-star rate and review. I love reading these reviews. I love sharing them on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That is you guys. So please, five-star rate and review. Built Bar is coming out with some great new flavors. If anybody's a fan of the marshmallow and the chocolate, a couple of new puff flavors are coming out as well. The best-tasting protein bar out there, Built Bar. Go to BiltBar.com, use code WWBOPODCAST and save 10% off your order, at least 10%, because there's a deal going on. They're going to give you the additional savings. We are still in October. I know tomorrow's November 1st, but the maple vanilla Saloway Coffee flavor will still be available. Forget about your pumpkin spice. This is the flavor of fall. Go over to sailawaycoffee.com. use code WWRO10, save 10% off your order. And also, if you always want to try the regular flavors, they're awesome too. My flavor is the classic black nitro. Once again, that's sail Use code WWBRO10. Please, guys, go follow my buddy John Ziegler at John Ziegler Comedy on Instagram. Click the link in his bio. His full length special, John Ziegler Getting My Affairs in Order, is available on YouTube. Free to watch. So definitely, if you're looking to stream something one night, here it is John Ziegler Comedy on Instagram. And while we're doing Instagram plugs, my best friend Nick is up for the face of horror. He's in the semifinal round. He's currently in fourth place. Let's get him to first place. Go over to Instagram. His page is nizza6, N-Z-A-S-I-X-X. Click the link in his bio. You can vote daily. Let's get Nick back into first place. If he wins this contest, he gets a part in a horror movie, 13 grand. I mean, come on. Let's, let's, let's get him in this. He's going to send his daughter to acting class. Do it for the kids. Go to Instagram, Nizza 6 link in bio. And if you're in the, the voting mode, my brother's deli, Finn's deli, is up for best deli on Long Island. You can go over to bestoflongisland.com and vote for him. All right, while we got the plugs out of the way, I'm really excited about my guest tonight. Uh buddy of mine from Instagram, AJ, better known as Stogie Time. How you doing, AJ? Hey,
1: what's up, Anthony? How you doing?
0: I'm doing great. I'm so happy to have you on the show.
1: Hey man, thanks for having me. Uh, great to be here.
0: Yeah, this like worked out perfectly. You'd messaged me yesterday um, that yeah you're free tonight. I know your schedule's crazy. I follow you on Instagram, so I know like you know sometimes you're working nights, your yeah. days, and then you're just always doing like manly things around the house that making the rest <laughs> of us look bad. But it's okay. <laughs> I'm glad you could join us tonight.
1: Yeah man, glad to be here.
0: So I see like is, this whole setup you got back there. It's like a whole gym.
1: Yeah, garage gym. This- got gotta have the garage gym.
0: That's crazy. Look at that. Um, I never had a garage gym. I've had a garage, but there's never been a gym inside of it. Uh, Maybe a dumbbell or two.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, I mean, the gym we used to go, we moved. So the gym we used to go to is, you know, it's like a half hour away now, which I don't mind the drive. But uh, not having to drive and just walk outside, it's great.
0: So, yeah, you said you'd move. I see like you live kind of like in a rural area. So I picture like everything's like a million miles away. Or is it like actually a town that's close by? No, no, not really. Okay. I
1: mean, um, we are kind of more out like in the, in the country, you know, more land out here. But um, no, I mean, the next closest town is 10 minutes.
0: OK, so,
1: awesome. So, not far, but we're far from the city, which I like personally. And I'm not a city person. I'm not either.
0: I, you know, um, living here on Long Island, you know, New York City is 30 miles away from yeah. the place I used to walk on Saturdays. You can actually see the city from the, the top okay. of it. Um, but I do not want to go into that place. I don't like it. Nope. I don't like a lot of people around me, people touching me. Yeah. I am no. totally uh, fine being in the suburbs and stuck here.
1: Yeah, same. Not for me. I didn't grow up. I kind of grew up out in the countryside. Uh, I mean, my, my wife's actually from the Bronx. Okay. Uh, so I've been in the city enough times, and, you know, it's <laughs> not for me.
0: That's right. I remember, like, when I first started following you, you were up in the Bronx. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I, th- I thought that's where you lived. And like, no, you say, you actually said my... My, my yeah. wife's from there, um, yep. which is uh, I, you know, I go only time I go to the Bronx is to I perform there a, a bunch, but I also okay. uh, Yankee Stadium is you know
1: yeah yeah right there. I mean she grew up uh, right by Yankee Stadium, so
0: good neighborhood. Yeah, it's uh, a. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, yeah. I've been there after the playoff games um, where no cops were around and scared for my life, but um, I can I can imagine <laughs> it, it was definitely uh, definitely an experience. So I see you got a cigar. Yeah, is that the um the blueprint you're smoking? Yeah, how'd you guess? I it's saw good. the label. I'm like, I got good eyes. I got good yeah, eyes.
1: I'm doing a podcast, I'll smoke the podcast guy cigar.
0: Yeah, which uh, the Burn Down Podcast me a shout out. If you're not listening to the Burn Down Podcast, definitely do. Great content, and they put their own cigar out. Um, so I wanted to have you on one. Uh, just I love your content. It's it's great and Appreciate you, man. thank you. It's very entertaining. Um, you know I'm a I'm a cigar smoker. Yep. I talk about it here on the podcast. You know, it was it's, it's a big part of my life. It's a big part of what I do. Uh, I do get some flack for it from from people. You know, but I can uh, imagine. But then I'll go to their Instagram page. They're drinking the liquor store, but whatever. I'm not gonna not gonna throw shade at anybody. Yep. So like you know, I I, mean, I always joke around with Gourmet. You follow Gourmet as well, yeah. By yeah, I, I yeah. Buddy Gourmet. I always say like you know, you look like what we think we look like when we smoke cigars. <laughs> but really, we look like Clemenza. Like, that's what we're looking like, you know. <laughs> so he's putting a, a vibe out there that w- women are not really going to, you know, this is not yeah. what you're getting all the time, ladies. It's, it's you know, most of us look like, you know, Luca Brasi waiting online to go see Don Corleone. But that's one of the things with cigars, man. <laughs> it's, um,
1: you know, there's there's the cool aspect to it. Like, yeah. you feel cool. You know I mean? Uh, my biggest influence in cigars, I would say, would be Arnold. You know, I mean, we go down a different track here, but I mean, yeah, he's always been my idol with the whole, you know, bodybuilding and action movies. But, but he's all smoking cigars.
0: In every uh, movie, he's always got one. Yeah, it's,
1: yeah. It was it was a requirement on set. He had to have them in between film. I mean, he he would have like my characters smoking a cigar in this yeah. movie. So,
0: and I uh, noticed, I noticed that too. Like when I, when I started, I started my first cigar was around like sixteen or seventeen. Mm-hmm. my dad had gotten into it during the whole mid nineties uh, craze where everybody was like, you know, it became really popular. It was like the thing to do. Okay. And him and his friends started getting into it. And then like, you know, if you see your dad doing something, you want to, mm-hmm. you know, emulate your father. And I, tr- I tried it. I, I liked it. It was like, oh, yeah. you know, I never liked cigarettes. No. My, my mom smoked, my dad smoked cigarettes too at one time. And I remember the first time I like, I tried a cigarette, I was I like almost threw up. I was like, this is not what I want to do. Yeah. But there was something when I had that first cigar, like the whole, I guess yeah. it's relaxing. It calms you. You know, it's just like a whole yeah. easygoing thing and you do, you, you, you feel cool.
1: Yeah. No, that's a big part of it. I mean, I, I had my first one, uh, sophomore year of college, I was 20.
0: Okay. So then that- I can't
1: remember the brand. My roommate had him was like, Hey, you want to smoke a cigar? And um, at the time I was doing bodybuilding. So I was dieting for a show. So, you know, with that, you're, you got to be super strict or whatever. <laughs> um, so I was like, yeah, whatever, I'll try it. And it was great. You know, it was relaxing. It was enjoyable. I mean, I didn't get hooked then. It's been about five or six years yeah. ago now. That's when I got hooked. So
0: yeah. I kind of went away and from it and to it again. Like, I was really into it in my early 20s, from, like, high school to my early 20s. Okay. And then I kind of – when I started, like, really seriously dating in my early 20s, I kind of got away from it because, you know, and- I – the girls I was with didn't really like it. Yeah. And then I was, you know, now I don't I wouldn't give her I wouldn't care. No. I'm just like whatever. Nope. But you know, and then it just I guess my dad wasn't into it as much really anymore. And then yeah. I started working for the company I work now. And one of the project managers, every time he went out, he would get like once one of these guys would give him like a Cuban cigar and he didn't smoke and he would give me these Cubans. I'm like, You know what is what you're giving me here? Like these are hey. these are yeah. good. But he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna throw them out. So like I would sp- sit on my super smoke. I'm like, I like this. Why don't I start doing this more? And then like, right. you know, it was right before the, I, about a year before the pandemic, I really got, I got into it again. Yep. I started heading down to my local lounge, smoking outside. And then like the pandemic hit and was like, what do you do at night? And then it was Soda just, cigar. yeah, that was it. And then I, I was absolutely hooked. Um, but I'm kind of new to like, I, like I see that you have the, the your page stogie time over on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Go follow yeah. it.
1: Yeah. So,
0: Was this like your whole, like, did you mean from the beginning to do like an influencer type page or was it just like, Hey, this is a hobby. I'm just going to have fun with it.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, I did the whole personal trainer thing for a long time and I had the whole, I went the whole fitness page route. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm sure we'll probably get more into this, but I just kind of grew tired of fitness industry and all the BS and, and the shadiness. Right. So and you're competing with so many other people in that industry, Right. And so then it just kind of became a regular page. And then I started smoking cigars all the time. And I was like, well, I don't know if these people really want to see me smoking cigars all the time. Yeah. So I was just sitting there one day and was like, ah, uh, you know, why don't I just make a page just for cigars? And I never had any intention to be an influencer or people were going to send me stuff and I'm going to post about it. I never had the intention of just like, Hey, I smoke cigars, you smoke cigars. Let's talk about cigars, you know, cause <laughs> Cause I was kind of on my own with it. You know, yeah. I mean, I have a buddy who, you know, we'll smoke together sometimes, but usually I just smoke by myself. So it was started out just, Hey, this is my cigar journey. This is what I like to smoke. This is how I do it. Kind of like, you know, this is how I smoke my cigars, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, like, it's kind of gone from there. And you know?
0: I mean, it's true what you said about the fitness industry because I was on the weight loss side of it and mm-hmm. it was, it was competitive, catty, um, yep. jealousy, You know, a lot of things where it was like, no, we came here and we started this to inspire people, to show people it's possible, that it can be done. And, I, you know, and I got kind of caught up in it, too, because I was on WW and I was trying to become an ambassador and I was doing everything I could to be an ambassador and trying to show them that this is, you know, what I'm what I'm doing, what I'm interested in. And I even started, you know, making my content for that, too, where I kind of like lost (laughs) myself a little bit. And again, it wasn't like until I didn't get picked for the you know the the third time or whatever, and they were starting kind of going away from that. That I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna show on my page things I like, and one of them right. was you know enjoying cigars with my family or my myself because you said like, what you said too is like you know you like smoke a lot by yourself. I think that's the great thing about it. It's when you need to shut your mind off and just escape, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you could just sit out in the backyard or wherever yep. and just or it's a social thing. I go down to a cigar lounge and you know, it's a great, great group of guys. Like these guys have become really good friends of mine. Oh yeah. Um, that I never thought would happen. Like I started going to this lounge with, with, with other friends. Um, and you say hi to these guys. And, but then like, you know, when, when the, everything started opening back up Mm. and we started going back down, I would go by myself. And then you just start talking to one guy and next guy. And before you know it, like, you know, it's like, I'm Norm from Cheers. It's like, you know, it's like, that's what it's like. There's a regular guys and yeah. it's become a really good group. And, you know, I look forward to it. Like, you know, it's like yeah. you have, I'm having a bad day at work. I'm like, I know at seven o'clock I'm going to be sitting down with a nice big cup of coffee, a good cigar, and I'm not going to have to think for like two and a half hours. And I can't yep. wait for that.
1: Absolutely. It's um, one thing I'll say is, you know, I feel like people all say like alcohol, you know, Brings people together. Yeah. You're in it, there's always going to be, almost always going to be alcohol, right? And um, I mean, I drink. It's never been my my big thing. I I, I like it. I don't like it. I'm kind of in the middle. <laughs> but cigars, I feel like um, everybody's everybody's always really welcoming, and everybody's friendly. You know, too, there's not too many people who are just kind of like, oh, I don't want to talk to you or mm-hmm. you. You know, everybody's welcoming inviting. Like you can walk into a lounge and not know anybody and Talk talked to everybody. I mean, I went to an event out in, um, Allentown PA last year, the cigar lounge hour and a half away. I've never been there, but it was Adventura, So one of my favorite brands and, uh, Henderson was going to be there. So I was okay. like, that, yeah, whatever I'll drive out. And you know, a handful of people there were like, you came out by yourself. And I was like, yeah, why not? It'd be, you know, I, it was great. I talked to everybody there, hung out with him and the owners. And I will say that, you know, that's something I wouldn't have done years ago. I'd have been like too afraid to go by myself, but I think with the cigar industry, it's it's not like that. You know, you can go meet people, Absolutely. And talk, yep, It'll be friendly.
0: Yeah, I see that too. Like guys just popping into the lounge, and you know, I guess how I again, like that's what I did. I went back because I missed it. I missed like watching yeah. games there because you know, especially this time of year, I'm a big sports fan. Yeah. So I had like when when the Yankees were in it, you have the Yankees on. Yeah. Um, you know, Islanders are on. You got like all these. Every sport is on at once, especially Thursday night. There's football on. Right. I play fantasy football, so I, I, I'm I invested in the games. Where yeah. I At home, I have one TV that mm-hmm. I watch. I don't have like, you know, and it's like here I have three huge big screen TVs. Yeah. I'm watching everything. I'm into it. And it is. It's that sense of like, you know, hanging out with people. And, you know, you always know you can go down and there'll be people there right. that are like, you know, waiting to hang out. Um, but you know, it's great. Your your page, your your reels are hilarious. I don't know if, um, it's like, how do you come up with these things? I mean, I,
1: I mean, I think it's like everybody else. You're just kind of, you see it and you know, everybody kind of does their own version. Yeah. And, uh, I'll just sit there and kind of, I don't know, come up with whatever idea that I think I want to do with it. And, you know, I'll go, I'll go make it and hopefully it turns out to be funny (laughs) or good. It seems like the funny ones always do the best. Yeah, it's
0: people who doesn't like to laugh. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. But yeah did, absolutely. You, did you ever like want to be an actor or anything? Cause you're actually I, re- really good in these I, reels. I, like, I you.
1: I did do it for a little bit. Okay. That's funny. Um, so we, um, we moved to Houston, Texas or, yeah, Houston, Texas for a year and a half. This was, uh, like 2015 or 14 to like 16 slash 17. Okay. Um, cause my wife got transferred for work. So I went, um, and while I was there, um, I had met somebody who introduced me to, uh, an agent. So I talked to her and was like, Hey, yeah, you know, I've done some modeling on and off over the years. I've always wanted to keep doing that and maybe get into acting. So it kind of just went from there, you know, you go off to auditions, which is, um, weird, very weird. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I remember going to my first one and I, I'm like reading over the script and you know, you're supposed to memorize it before you go in there and you can still take it with you. And, yeah. I go in there and just completely bomb, like <laughs> the little kid behind me who was like supposed to be my kid is like, yeah, you're supposed to say I'm done pumping gas or something. Like he like, said <laughs> my line for me. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> I
0: was
1: like, well, I guess I'm not getting this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, it's, um, I've auditioned for, well, I've auditioned for comedy, you know, I've done like, yeah. you know, to get spots and stuff, but I, I auditioned for one movie. I took an acting class at a college and- yep. It was, um, if anyone wants to see the movie, it's called The Ballad of Jack and Rose. It was okay. Daniel Day Lewis. So I auditioned for this thing and, like, I'm thinking, like, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. And I Googled it and it's like, it's a drama. His wife wrote. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be, like, really dramatic. And uh, I went in, I, I read the part, like, all, like, you know, like, serious. And when I went to go see the movie, it was, like, a throwaway line. Uh, okay. It was, like, these pictures. Yeah, they're nice. Um, okay. Yeah. And, like, but to me, I was like, look at these pictures, look at these. Pictures, yeah. like you know, I did like a whole. I felt like you know, I was like you know, a De, a De Niro performance, like you know, look at yeah, you
1: know. yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, cause I, I it seems like watching them that you have you're not you're very comfortable in front of the camera that you've got some kind of like you know background in that.
1: It's yeah, I um, so, so I i took acting classes while I was there. I had an acting coach, I'd go there once a week, and um, I did. I mean, I it was never anything crazy. I mean, I did a couple shoots, a couple um. Uh, like advertisements for like a brewery and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not like a movie star or anything like that. I mean, (laughs) it would have been cool. Um, So we, right when I was starting to get more stuff though, we moved. Okay. I, you know, I tried to keep it going with someone in New York, but not being in New York and trying to do it is very tough. And I drive there for auditions, but you're talking two and a half hours. If you're lucky, no traffic. Um,
0: If you're very lucky, this two and a half hours. Yeah, it's right.
1: And you go there for a, you know, two minute audition and then you don't get it. And I think the last one I went for actually was oddly enough. I mean, I, you know, I boxed, I trained the fight years ago. And I was like, oh, boxing? I was like, I got this. It's in the bag, like in the bag. And I didn't get that one. And I was like, all right, I just, you know, maybe it's just not in the cards right now. Yeah. So I'm going to quit driving to New York (laughs) all my free time. And, you know,
0: I hear you, man, because it's, uh, Getting it out of New York is, is the capital pits. I mean, I just did it two weeks ago. I, I had a gig in pr- Princeton. Yeah. And uh, it took me four 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 and a half hours to get to Princeton from Long Island, which is a uh, usually the most, like, two hours. Okay, um, yeah. Maybe two and a half. It was just to, to get to the Verrazano Bridge was, was like, three mm-hmm. hours. I got stuck in Staten Island and even Jersey. I hit some traffic. Uh, but you That's had fun. mentioned earlier that you, you trained. You were a trainer. You did bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, early on. How did you get into that? Like what was the motivation for that?
1: So, I mean, like we'll just we'll take the way back route. So, I yeah. mean, I had a uncle who always had worked out, right? So I kind of started working out from the time I was like four years old, basically. Go over in his basement as a kid and hit the punch bag, lift the weights, whatever. And that kind of carried on until the teenage years and then it kind of quit. But then I, you know, I played sports, football track, and you know, I started lifting for football and really enjoyed it. And again, Arnold um, I think as a kid, I was kind of always like obsessed with muscles for whatever reason. And <laughs> well, we you all heart.
0: want them? I mean, yeah, it's yeah, right,
1: exactly. Um, and then uh, went to um, my friend who was my neighbor. His brother did a competent bodybuilding competition, and we went. And I was like, all right, this is what I want to do. I'm like, I got to do this. So you know, what was it? Three or four years later, I did the first one, Yeah, that was okay. kind of that journey.
0: So you, so. how long? So you did bodybuilding? Like, was it like those competitions where the guys are? all tanned up like that, that that's the whole thing like that it's okay because I yeah. see uh, a five friends of mine in the weight loss community now that are doing like transformation mm-hmm. competitions like that so you were like you were like in the regular bodybuilding thing and yeah
1: so was yeah, that you, know, you, you diet down you're trying and get as lean yeah. as you can um, so I did four shows uh, from 2007 on my last one was 2013 um, and my goal was to become a natural pro. I did that. I won, got my pro card, did one pro show, and then I was like, all right, I'm retired. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> well, you just, you... I just lost the desire to, you know, you you do all this work for three, four, five months with the diet and very, you know, methodically trying to lose that weight. Yeah. And then, you know, you're on stage for a minute, two minutes at the most, and then, you know, that's gone because you can't maintain it. It's well, not healthy.
0: Yeah, um, so my, my, my friend, John, I don't know if you follow him on Instagram, Jobs Jer, uh, Journey, um, he... I did like a transformation one last year and it was like called summer okay. shredding. Mm-hmm. And like, I watched him, like his workouts, he, he's in, he's in good shape. He's like, he's lost 300 mm-hmm. pounds. Um, he's worked out this whole time. Like, you know, so he's yep. not nothing new to him as far as being yeah. in the gym, but like what he cut down his diet to and what he shredded down to, like, it's, it's insane. Like, you yeah. know, it's almost like making weight for like football or, yeah. or something like that. Which, you know, we, we were talking about this the other night at, at the lounge, uh, sort of, you know, coincidentally, but like we were talking about like wrestling when you wrestled in high school or anything, yeah how you got to make weight. And yep. like for me, I was in the unlimited, you know, the, the limited <laughs> um, yeah. group. And this is like a seventh grade. And I th- literally thought I was going to wrestle little fat kids like me.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's what my first match was. And I, I won. I like really, I won by like a lot. I like, I dominated this kid. I'm like, I'm yeah. gonna, this is going to be awesome. What I what it it wasn't that it was the kids who were like freaks of nature.
1: Oh, like all jacked, yeah. That
0: were like six foot five and jacked with beards at at twelve years old, and they kicked the shit out of me every single. I was not like I'm not doing wrestling anymore. This is ridiculous. But that's who was in the unlimited. So like I could see like people like you know these guys not cutting down weight to get. They're like I'll just wrestle in this 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 section here. Um. So fitness and nutrition had to be a big part. Uh, of your life yeah. from like, was that always like from day one or more as you got into, uh, training for, for um, competitions? pretty much
1: when I decided I was gonna, going to do my first show. Right. Cause you know, I'm off of college at this point. Um, so, you know, you start cooking all the time, which, you know, I, I took home ec all through school. So I knew how to cook <laughs> easy, you know, meal prep or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you start weighing all your food out training. I mean, working out is what it is. I, I love to work out. I always have, that's, that's the easy part. Um, you know, it's just staying on track with your diet and everything that comes along with it, and that's bodybuilding, you know. And then you got time everything out to the show. And- yeah,
0: I mean, it's not much different than what weight loss weight loss journey is, as far as um, weighing and tracking and measuring and meal prep. Yeah, um, yeah. and the work that goes into it, and it can yeah. it can get very tiresome. It can yep. get like you know, uh, burns you out a little bit. Do you still do that as far as like meal prep and track and everything, or is it more lenient? Yeah, I'm uh,
1: definitely more lenient. And I even was going into the, the last time I competed in 2013. I kind of did the whole uh, flexible dieting route. So okay. leading up to the show, I was still eating some ice cream. I'd have a beer, but you know, I, I made it fit within my macros and my calories. And I still got to under 5% body fat. No problem. Just kind of like to prove a point to people that you could do it. Like that was kind of my thing. I was like, well, I'm going to show you that you can do it because I'm going to do it. Um, But definitely more lenient now. I'll go through phases where I'll still track and weigh out food. Like I still weigh out my meat portions just because I don't want to eat a pound of meat or not eat enough. Yeah. Um, So like I still will weigh out meat portions and some other stuff. But I don't usually track much anymore. Unless I feel like I'm losing too much weight or gaining too much weight, then maybe I'll do it for a short amount of time just so I can kind of gauge where I'm at. But I did it for so long. I kind of know like based on what I'm eating, I kind of know where I'm at for the day. So yeah. I don't really feel like I need to, you know, input everything.
0: Well, it seems like you're very disciplined as far as like, you know, yeah. for a while you've been like that since you know, you've know been training and everything like that. Yep. But for like people like, you know, me who I was never disciplined, you know, it was always right. a free for all. Right. Um, so. Food's always been like, you know, a comfort um, yeah. no matter what celebration, everything. And uh, I have a very hard time losing weight. Like I could look at, Weight cake and it comes, it, you know, it comes yeah. it comes, you know, it goes on easy. But like you know, it's it's tougher losing it and staying on track. I ha- I have to be very regimented. I have to, mm. you know, track everything. And I just started incorporating calorie counting again, okay. uh, macros, intermittent fasting, like all this mm. stuff. I I did it in the past and it worked. Right. Um. But WW does not do that in their plan. Like it's it's more of like it's all points. um so it's more of like you know they've gone away from really strict weight loss yeah like a feel-good company like you know and people tell me i i I bash ww all the time but that's not what i'm doing i'm trying to do the best for me and what works for me and everything um but i see like somebody like yourself that you know you're still even though you're not incorporating it you're still incorporating it yeah Mm -hmm. so i mean it's definitely a part of a, a healthy lifestyle
1: absolutely yeah i mean i i at this point um I still train as hard or harder than I used to. Um, and at this point, it's just kind of like health reasons, mm-hmm. right? Like I want to feel good. I want to feel good for a long time. Uh, I like being athletic. So I, you know, I, I, I train to be kind of athletic and not just like a bodybuilder <laughs> or, you know, just a runner or something like that. Um, and it just, like you said, though, it all comes down to it's discipline, right? You know, I think, uh, and I say, I say this all the time. And I, I've realized this is, I've gotten a little bit older as you know, everybody wants to rely on, you know, the motivation and motivation. Is so fickle, you know, it, uh, yeah. it, it's for me, the motivation aspect has been gone for so long. Like I'm talking probably the last seven, eight years, like, like today, you know, I, I didn't really want to work out today. I just, I didn't, I'm tired. It's my long work week night shift. I'm usually the most tired these next two days. So, you know, I dragged myself out here. I warmed up. I did it. It took me forever. You know, Snell's pace workout, but, but I did it, you know, and did it. it's funny because today I actually needed some motivation. So before I did my heavy squat set, I pulled up the clip of, you know, who Ronnie Coleman is the body, the bodybuilder who like squatted 800 pounds, whatever you have to look no, it up. So I look it up. Yeah. It's, it's the, to me, it's the best, best weightlifting clip ever in history. Nothing's ever going to top it. Right. Cause he's just, you got you gotta look it up. I'll send it to you after. Um, but I sat there, I watched that for the two minutes just to, to give me that motivation, right? Give me a little bit extra hype. I did my set, I was good. Um, but, you know, I think too many people rely on that. It's like, all right, what's going to get me going today? Is it a song? Is it this picture? Is it looking at this person, of, you know, that I want to look like, like the goal. And, you know, you kind of you kind of have to get away from that and just go the discipline route, which I know it, it seems easy, but it's that's what it is. It's just consistent yeah. discipline. You know? Well, I'm, I'm
0: laughing because I'm like the king of like finding motivation and th- like trying to find motivation. And things like you uh-huh. know, I'll find motivation in like you know, I don't know, a car driving down the street. I'll find like I'll yeah. go look at look at the way that car turned. Like that's life turns. Like you know, it's like I like try to find you know try to keep myself going because I I find it in professional wrestling. I'll find <laughs> it like in all these other these oh, yeah. avenues. And for me, you're right. It's it comes down to discipline. And I remember I'm thinking you know back when I was you know, go to the gym five days a week. And I was really strict with what I was eating. Right. Yeah. You're right. Those days you don't want to do anything. And, Mm -hmm. but you push yourself to do it. And I have a buddy, my buddy, John Ziegler, who I plugged his comedy special in the beginning of the show. Yeah. So last year he got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer.
1: Wow.
0: And, you know, knock on wood, he, he's had, you know, he had his chemo and every, his scans have been clear. Uh, They did the Whipple surgery. So they were able to do that. but like you know he went to the gym every day mm-hmm. during chemo yeah and he was like, because he's like, I'm going to make myself the healthiest I could be yep. what this going? and he was a little like getting sick and then going to the gym and he couldn't lift a lot because yep. he had when well, he had surgery right. but whatever he could do he did and I'm yep. sitting here like, you know, you know, motivation, like, but this, this guy's going through that. He can get up and, and work out. And like, I'm sitting here on the couch being like, no, I got to watch like three more episodes of Gilmore girls. Yeah. Like, and it's, I'm guilty of it. I I know I am. And like, you know, it, like the other day, like you actually hit me up when I posted about the consultation yeah. and we chatted a little bit about, you know, I didn't know about your, your history, um, with training and, and all that stuff. Like I say, so, you know, I could, I follow you so I know you're, you work out, you're in shape, you know? So of course, like I, Knew like yeah he's that, no yeah. one's born that way. They they, yeah. you know they actually do something about it. Um, but yeah it's it's like it's looking at people like that sometimes, and I'm like yeah sometimes motivation is it's not motivation it's what has yeah. to be done.
1: Yeah is um, and like and like John I mean I I I would be the same way you know I mean I'll go I'm going till the wheels fall off. Someone I can't remember who it was somebody had a real good quote. They were like you know I was given this body as far as like training and stuff, and was like you know. Wills will start to fall off at some point, but I yeah. don't intend on turning it, it on, returning it with any wills left. So, you know, in, you know, I, if you remember when I almost cut my finger off a few yes, months ago, I do actually. Yeah. So we're at the hospital, and the first thing I say is, I'm so pissed off that I didn't get my workout done. <laughs> and I came home from the hospital, and I did my workout. With what, we- I could, what I could do anyway. Yeah. Like, this, that's like where I'm at with it. Like I. That's just how I am. Like I don't, I don't skip, I don't miss. It's just I'm gonna do it. You know? Yeah, and, you, you uh, do a lot well, of things. Yeah, like you're doing, doing
0: yard right, work, kind of. you have power washing. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like every day. Like you have these things. Like it's grass cutting time. It's this cutting time. It's like I get exhausted. Just like you know, it's like oh my god, this, guy, this, guy, this guy's got a lot of stuff going on. Um, but no, you're. It's like you, uh, I, you take care of business, and that's part yeah. of like I think being that whole strict thing. Yeah. You know, I live in an apartment, so I don't have. I, you know, that much I could do outside, as far as like yeah. you know, grass cutting. And this not and a bad thing. Not, bad not that thing. I would do it anyway. I mean, I I mow the lawn once, like half a step. and My father came out, I was like, "Yeah, get, get away from it." Like, <laughs> yeah, um, not that handy. But it's just no. It's like it's it's it is mo- your page is motivating. You know, no, you're no, saying like they like motivating, but like I'm looking at it and I'm sitting there, you know, like a slob, and I'm like, God damn, I got to do something. Um, uh, But I don't know if that's what you intended with any of your reels or anything like that. But it definitely does do that.
1: Yeah. I remember, you know, it was probably, oh, I was some point last week, I, I put the picture up you know, I'm sitting here with my hoodie on in the gym, it's cold and working out. And I was just like, you know, I know this is I, the caption of something like, I know this is a cigar page, Yeah, uh, but like, I hope that I motivate each and every one of you to be better on a daily basis because that's what I'm here, you know, doing with myself, something like that, you know? So I, I kind of put it out there once in a while and I'll post some clips, you know, working out. And, I mean, dude, at the end of the day, I'm just like everybody else, you know, um, Running, you know, I love running now. used to hate running. I was a sprinter. I wasn't a distance runner, but I run two or three days a week now. And, uh, I mean, there's days. Today is cold and rainy. Cold and rainy is my kryptonite. I hate it. I don't want to go outside. I don't want to get wet. I think
0: I can actually hear the rain.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, it's just, it's like my kryptonite, right? And, um, like, a day like today, if I had to run, uh, I promise you, I will sit there. I will stare at my shoes for, like, a half an hour, coming up with excuses of, well, I can wait till Thursday. I can wait till Saturday or Sunday. I can, you know, I can push it off. I don't have to do it today. I will do that for a half an hour, whatever, and then, you know. But eventually, I put my shoes on, I lace them up, I suck it up, and I go. Yeah. And then it's fine, you know. But that's where that's when you can't give in when you're when you're sitting there, kind of. Well, maybe I'll do it tomorrow, or you know, I don't need to do it this right now. Like that's when you got to do it.
0: Absolutely, because you know? I know for myself, like when I get in that mindset, well, I'll push it off, push it off. it never it ever gets done. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'll i go to the gym tomorrow. I'll do this tomorrow. And like when I was, you know, like into it, I would just go. Yeah. Like I would go. At one point, I would go. I knew after work, I was shot. Like I was like, I'm better. My I'm better, yeah. I'm, I'm better at getting a workout in the morning. And I would just get up at five in the morning. Yep. And just see with me, like the alarm goes off, I get up. Like I don't. I hate getting up early. I love sleeping in. yeah. yeah. But like I've been working since I'm you know, my teens, I had the long goes off. I, I get up to go right. and I wouldn't even think about it. And I just get up and go to work and then it's done. It's, you know, yep. and you feel better. It's like, okay. And it would actually start my day off. Exactly. I was more tired and everything as the day ended. But like, I knew I had that workout in, um, and you know, we do, we, it's like when we get, you get in a bad routine, you feel like there's no time in the day. Like you yep. just, it's just like, Oh, I have to do this, 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 you know, there's that. But I mean, there is an hour in the day. It's just yeah. that's get to find it. Yeah.
1: You just gotta gotta make it a point at whatever point in the day it's gonna be, like, Yeah, this is what I'm working out, you know. Um, do you know who David Goggins is?
0: No. All
1: right, so another thing you need to look up. So look up David Goggins. Okay. And I mean it, all all the motivation you'll ever need, right? And um just craves the Navy SEAL. Crazy story about how he got there and kept going with it. Like like his mindset and motivation is just like mine's good, he's like way way up here. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's anybody else on his level. And um, he kind of has this thing where it's like, don't let your inner bitch tell you what you should do. I like and, that. And when I'm sitting there kind of, you know, like, like the staring at my running shoes thing, you know, that's kind of, I hear him like, don't be a bitch, <laughs>
0: you
1: know, go do it. You know? Cause I almost feel like I'm letting his motivation down. If I don't go do it.
0: So know? do you feel like having the gym at the house? Do you mm-hmm. feel sometimes that's like worse off because it's like, you could push you sometimes you can push it off. I like, got, Oh, I got to go do this. I got to do this. We actually have to drive yeah. to the gym and you're in the parking lot and you go in like, you know, do, does that ever like a negative, like having it right there for you? I thought it was going to,
1: um, cause I thought I'd kind of come home and want to sit on the couch, mm-hmm. um, or something like that. But no, so far it's actually been better. Um, for me, what I actually find is driving to the gym makes me tired. Okay. So like the drive there, I start getting kind of tired. I don't know why just driving makes me tired. <laughs> um, so just walking out here is actually easier. And so far, no, I mean, I, I love it. I got everything I need, just come out, do what I need to do and call it a day.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, I could see like, you know, it's the convenience of it. Like, like I say, you say, just walk out, um, and you, you got yourself a gym. Yep. And you know, I know a lot of people, you know, that I knew in the weight loss community over the pandemic, especially built themselves some kind of a, a, a workout, yeah. either like a room or, you know, a whole. Basement gym or garage yeah. gym or something like that. And, um, to me, I, I actually like going to the gym. I actually like, I enjoy yes. being Not that. I do it that much, but I'm saying when I'm into the whole thing, yeah. like a weight, well, uh, weight, weightlifting for me and working out, it's a big stress reliever. It calms me down. Oh, yeah. I enjoy the, the actual, the process of lifting weights. um, I don't like cardio. Cardio is just, you know, I do it because it's, yeah. it's good for you, but like, that's most people I do it first because my reward then is going to lift some weights. Like that's how yeah. I, I look at it. Um, and it's for the mental health aspect. I think it's, it's phenomenal. Uh, yep. what you feel oh, afterwards.
1: Yeah. I have to, I mean, it's, um, thing with my job. If I didn't, I think that's why with my job, uh, is so much stress and everything else and the lack of sleep and yeah, things you don't take care of yourself. Like I see how those people, I see what they look like. I see how they function. And it's, you know, I can only imagine if I just took it away, didn't do anything other than work, like how bad it would get. Like I could just see it. You
0: know? Yeah. I mean, I, I, feel at the end of the day, like I, I work in, I'm, I run a, a service department at a generator company. So I'm at my desk most of the day. Yeah, and some days I'm more tired than that. If it, like if I did like something outside, because you're just yeah. sitting there all day answering the phones, emails. You know, it's a yeah. lot going on. Yep. Um, it is, you know, that's why it is important after whatever to shut your brain off. And again, to circle back to cigars. You know, we talked about the burn down podcast before. Yeah, uh, they actually posted a couple of times about why you know cigars are good for you, and people yeah. hear that and they kind of jump back a little bit. Um, But when I'm I'm talking, listen, we know it's a tobacco product and blah, blah, blah. What I'm saying is it's the mental aspect of it where you do need, you know, I listen to guys like, I don't know if you listen to Cam Newton. He's got a a podcast out. No, Um, It's like like Cut and Sip. He's a cigar guy. He's got like, you know, guys on it like that. You know, I've listened to Ray Lewis on the Cigars Aficionado podcast. um, Steve Harvey, like all these guys, like celebrities that, you know, are into this. And guys with that kind of schedule, they say it's like they need that hour. They need that time to just decompress and what it does for them as far, you know, whether you're alone, like we talked about, or even a group, it does a lot for your mental health.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. It's, um, it's relaxing. That's, that's the main thing. You know, it's, it's a bit of relaxation. Um, the, the tricky part now I find though, is, you know, like I go out to make this real, right. And. You know that's taking up most of my cigar time, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, put the put the phone down, yeah. enjoy the cigar for a little bit. We can put Instagram away. You got the real posted. You know that's that's kind of becoming the tricky thing now is like when I make those is while well, making it while I'm smoking, and next thing I know, I'm like, well, shit, my cigar's done,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time is is gone.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So,
0: do you limit yourself to like a certain amount a week, or it's just like whenever you have time?
1: Uh, for the reels or cigars? Cigars
0: in general. Like, yeah. Uh,
1: no, no limit. Whenever I can. Um, I know, I'd say I smoke like three or five days a week. This time of year, it's tricky because it gets cold out. Yeah. And I, I 1000% prefer to be outside over a lounge or anything. I just, I'd rather be outside. Okay. Um, like right now I'm in my garage you have the door up, but you know, obviously once it gets cold enough, this won't work. So I gotta, I gotta figure something out, you know? <laughs>
0: Do you, so. s- do you smoke in there with the door closed or no?
1: No, I, I did once and then I kind of cracked the windows, but then the garage smelled like a cigar for a week, which <laughs> doesn't really bother me. Um, but then like, it's my gym. So, yeah. you know, um, we'll figure something out. I know some people get those little plastic like bubble tents you can mm-hmm. eat. I might get something like that. Maybe you put it on the front porch or something like that where I can have some coverage in a heater and.
0: Yeah, I have a whole new content too. Like you know, you can do all these, you know certain things coming yeah. out of the bubble tent. And that's the thing too.
1: That's what I was working on. Is I'm like, you know, it's gonna be cold. I'm like, oh man, how am I gonna make my reels? You know, I need somewhere to. I guess I could suck it up out in the cold. And
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's <laughs> certain. I know here on Long Island like they, uh, a couple a couple years ago. Um, me and my dad would we figured out like in a certain spot in the backyard at like one two o'clock. The sun yeah. was like beating right down on a certain spot. That was like perfect. So we would get like we put our jackets hats on. We would be wrapped up. Yeah. But that sun just hitting you, it was it worked out like yeah. per But you had to hit that that spot. Like he would text mm-hmm. me, he's like, "It's time." Like you know, so we get we run out and you you have your cigar and like you know. Now my brother's got a solo stove, so we'll okay. times, we'll put that like you know where the sun hits. We'll sit around that for a little bit. But you know, I enjoy out, I I enjoy smoking outside as well too, especially like you know you know, I think fall nights are the best. Like where you could just yeah. put a hoodie on and sit out. And I remember Full like, fire. yeah, yep. that was like my, that was my thing, especially during the pandemic and everything. I was, I was outside most of the time and it's, it's good because you know, you're outside um, yeah. fresh air yep, and just, you know, letting the day melt away. And I, I had, um, you know, sometimes my job could be stressful or just sometimes life itself gets to me. Oh yeah. And I, I need that. I need that, that time, but I do get like blowback, uh, especially cause I, my page is never like it was always it started out as me being comedian. Right. And then like I've never created a separate page for anything. It's just like, you know, whatever I'm Don't. doing. So yeah. you know, of course for a while it was WW and these people and I got my followers and I love my followers. I love people who follow my podcasts and but I do get like some negative attention from for the cigar course. smoking. Do you ever get any of that? Or is it because you're your oh, cigar yeah. page? Oh you did, yeah, okay.
1: I mean the cigar page, obviously, you know, no, but <laughs> I'll I'll definitely have people that are like, "Well, I I can't believe you smoke cigars," or "You're so into fitness, like you smoke cigars." And I'm like, "Yeah, I do," and I'll run circles around you at the same time while I'm smoking. (laughs) smoking. Yeah, Yeah. but uh, no, I mean, I think when I started smoking all the time, I kind of looked into it. And and, I mean, cigars and cigarettes are not the same. They're they're not the same at all. I mean, these are just—it's a leaf, it's tobacco, and that's it. You don't inhale. No. Which is another reason why I prefer to be outside. Um, because as opposed to being, you know, if you're in a lounge and the ventilation's not very good, then you're still going to breathe in some smoke. Yeah. As one well, of the ventilation,
0: of the lounge, I go to Matadors. It's yeah top notch. It's That's like, good, yeah. it's like, sometimes oh. I'll they'll put that thing on and it sucks it right up. But you're right. It's, it's, it's natural. It's tobacco. It's leaves.
1: Yep. And, um, you know, I think, um, for as much as I don't like the FDA, um, I think they did a study with comparing cigars to cigarettes or something like that, and whatever the study was, who knows how in depth it was, but it was like you know if you smoked a cigar every single day for a year, your chance of any kind of like cancer or something was like point zero 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 one, yeah, or something. So basically nothing. So I was like, all right, good enough for me, you know.
0: I mean, I look at these guys that go to my lounge. Some of them are like we have a guy that's eighty years old comes mm-hmm. every day, smokes cigar. Um, but, you know, I, here's the thing. Everybody's got a vice. Everybody's got some, no one, you can't live, I think, a hundred percent clean. Um, yeah. You know, is it, you know, the, and that's what I tell people like, you know, I don't, I'm not a drinker. I don't really drink a lot of alcohol. I'll yeah. have a beer now and then I don't like hard liquor. I don't like, you know, just, and really since after 30, I really haven't gone out drinking. So, and then I see, like I mentioned before, like, you know, making a joke about like, you know, these people who say these things, they go on their page, they drink in the liquor store. Yeah. You know, like everything's got its consequence and whatever, but like you do have to do some research. Like you said, it is, it's not cigarettes. Right. Um, it's, you don't inhale them. You know, it's funny. Oh. There's a funny reel with George Burns. He was on Carson and Carson was asking like how many cigars he smokes a day. And he said like, you know, about 15 to 20. Yeah. And Carson goes to him, he goes, what does your doctor think? He goes, my doctor's dead. Like, yeah, <laughs>
1: I saw that a few times recently, and I was like, "Yep, yeah. sounds about right." And yeah. Um, speaking of inhaling, I did an accident one time. I was oh. this is when we were at the other house, and I was, you know, I used the push lawnmower, and I, you know, when I'm cutting grass, I'm smoking a cigar, and I blew the smoke out, and somehow it stayed right here, and I took a breath and inhaled it right back in. Dude, I coughed for like ten minutes oh. straight. I got dizzy, I had to go sit down, like take a break. I was like, I think I'm gonna die. I was,
0: that, that happened was- to me. It happens to me every once in a while. Like when I'm lighting a cigar, sometimes I like,
1: yeah.
0: Um, I don't know what it was. One time I was I was lighting a cigar, and my my body just look like where like I breathed in, and I had, yeah. I was done. Oh. I was, I was yeah. gonna throw up. I was, and I my brother is not a cigar smoker like me and my dad. He'll have one every once in a while. And I gotta tell him again, don't inhale it. Be careful. Yeah. Just you know, because it does, it will get you sick.
1: Oh yeah. I've actually had it happen really bad. I had nicotine poisoning one time. Really, I think it was I? I was smoking all the time, but I think I took a break when it was like winter time, and I was outside. It was a warm day. I'm just like doing some stuff around the yard because it's kind of nice out. You know, it just snowed, and I'm smoking one. I think it was a us on an empty stomach, and I'm starting to get lightheaded. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, you know, I haven't really had anything to eat. I maybe go drink some water. Drink some water. Keep smoking it, and then I come inside, and I was just like, ooh. I was like, what is wrong with me? I had I had to take like a three hour nap. I was ready to throw up. I was sick. It was it was terrible.
0: I hear that with the Madoros. you can't you got to be careful on an empty stomach. Um,
1: uh, I learned my lesson.
0: Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a Medoro guy. I like mm. like Gordos too, like six by sixty. Yeah. Um, but I always like my whole thing is I got my coffee. I've eaten dinner before I go down to the lounge. I've you yeah. know I'm, I'm 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 ready. I have that kind of happened to me. When I got like like a little like high one time was. Um, I don't know if you know who Cody Rhodes is, a pre- yeah. professional wrestler. So he's got – you ever tried one of his cigars? I'm a wrestling fan. Okay. I, I didn't know that. All right. This got more in common now. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, have you ever tried one of his cigars, actually? No.
1: Actually, I just recently saw that he has cigars. I, I came across the page. I started following
0: them. Excellent but, uh, excellent cigars. Is it? Okay. okay. And the Maduro's are strong. And yes. I, like strong, I like stronger cigars. So I had well, – this is years ago when they first came out. I got the sample pack. And I went out just like, and it, I was doing intermittent fasting, so I hadn't eaten yet. It was the morning. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. like, I had my coffee, and I stood up, and like, I got like a little dizzy. <laughs> I'm yep. like, this has never happened to me. Like I'm, and I realized, okay, that is true. You guys sometimes you got a little something in your stomach before you, yeah. if you go smoke the strong stuff. But back to his cigars. His cigars are actually they're really good. Okay. Um, and it's is I I did some when it came out, they first came out. Like he's a big cigar guy. His father Dusty was a big cigar guy. Yeah, I didn't know. That His uh, Dustin is as well, Gold Dust. Yeah. And him and this guy, because uh, uh, Scott Kazarian, they they have uh, they made this cigar company, American Rebel, and yeah, they put out cool. some good stuff. And yeah. um, like, of course, I got it because you know he has. It was a wrestler. He's one of my favorite wrestlers, so that's that's why I did it. But it's nice when something is actually good as well
1: right that's that's the main thing it's yeah it's funny uh i was a huge wrestling fan i mean i don't really watch it anymore but i will absolutely go on youtube and instagram and watch all the old clips and yeah. everything like that and um i was at king of the ring uh when mankind went off
0: really yeah,
1: yeah i was there oh that's awesome yeah
0: that so, that's that that'd be like how was that in, in like action person? Like, what'd you think when that happened
1: i mean i was like 11 so it was me my uh stepbrother our grandma took us yeah and uh it was also funny because that's when uh, the rock was heel. Yes. So so I had the Austin 316 sign and then, you know, the rock comes out and we were like, can we, can we please chant Rocky sucks? Can we please <laughs> chant it? So <laughs> Then we're chanting Rocky sucks with everybody. And yeah, that no, was cool. I, yeah. Throw him off the top of the cage. And you're just like, what just happened? So
0: that's funny, man. I, I mean, I, I've been, I, I didn't see any, I saw something bad happen at a wrestling show. I was at the, um, the SmackDown taping when Draws was paralyzed. At the Coliseum, oh, wow. yeah, um, and it was like nothing else I've ever seen before, and it was crazy. But like you know, I that's why I was defend like I'm I'm big in the wrestling. I, I I have a friend who's uh, my friend Dan Barry, who's not only a comedian but he's been a professional wrestler for the last twenty years. Uh, I did a lot of independent stuff, um, but like I see, like I, he would come to the comedy clubs the next day, like limping and like you know his yeah, face man. blown up. And these guys, they it's it's a physical thing. It's like they put on a show. It's coordinated, yeah. It's but there is some risk in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like you mentioned, that mankind. If anybody hasn't, you know, probably if you listen to this, you're not a big wrestling fan to begin with. But um, go, please look at that King of the Ring with 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 Mankind yeah. and uh, Undertaker. And the second fall is the worst because he didn't know that that was full. That was gonna that was gonna break. Uh, okay. So the, second, the first fall was planned when he jumped off onto the announce table. Yeah. Now they were up top, and I, I saw an interview with, with uh, Mick Foley, and I actually I got to work with Mick a few times um, oh. in the clubs when he was doing comedy. And he said that like the year before, so Shawn Michaels and Undertaker were up there throwing each other around. So they went up to kind of do the same thing. And when they got up there, it started breaking. Oh, shit. And when Undertaker chokeslammed him, he fell through. Mm-hmm. And his head hit the chair and like everybody thought he was legit dead. Yeah. And they all came out and like his tooth had broke, it sucked it up. It was out of, coming out of his nose and he got up, He finished that match. And like, you know, it's, you got to respect something like that. That's like a total oh. different kind of dedication yeah. to your craft.
1: Like you said, it's the stuff's scripted and whatever, but they're still flying around the ring and jumping yeah. off the ladders and landing on the floor. And it's Yeah. That's real.
0: Yeah, I mean, so you and you said you box as well, which is a different yeah. kind of like best. best. what got you into
1: to, I, I trained to fight like eleven years ago, so I kind of switched up from bodybuilding. It's what's funny. You see all these like bodybuilders and celebrities when I go to boxing. Like I think I was the first one to do this like eleven <laughs> years ago. Thank you. Um, but that was a goal. Yeah, man. I was like obsessed with it. I was in a boxing gym all the time, and then I right maybe a month or so out out for my first fight, I hurt my elbow and. It was just like a wet noodle, man. I couldn't throw punches. Yeah, and I had to take time off, and then um, my buddy was competing and bodybuilding, and I'm doing his diet and stuff. And I kind of got bit by that bug again to go do a show, and but I kept up on it over the years. You know, I yeah. still do it two or three days a week, real hard. I I still want to get back into a gym. Um, I've had a nagging shoulder injury, so we'll we'll see. I do what I can at this point.
0: I'm like a, I'm like a wimp, and I don't want to get punched in the face. So I <laughs> I, I couldn't like like. I couldn't voluntarily go into something knowing I'm going to get punched in the face like 75 times. So, yeah. I mean, I get to a fight, I- I'll have to handle myself. But, oh, like,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, to know that I'm going to like, okay, we're going to go in and like, we're going to do this for fun, <laughs> like it's just not to me. That's uh, I don't know. I mean, I like yeah. bo- I watch boxing here and there. I-, I used to watch it a lot more as a kid. Yeah. Um, because you ha- I like the heavyweights, and you know, I don't really know anybody now. I mean, I think it's more of a show, like with the whole, you know. with, paul brothers are doing yeah i
1: mean good for them they they're making a ton of money yeah um, i kind of used to have a bit of a hatred just because i thought they were annoying and you know logan's <laughs> doing wrestling now hey good for him and, and he's actually good
0: he's like, not bad yeah I've, yeah I've
1: watched he is he is good um and, you know jake's doing this thing boxing I just, I just wish that he would box somebody who's actually a freaking boxer and not a well, retired mma fighter that's why they're doing
0: that because i mean it's but he's making money you can't hate him for making a yeah. ton of money ton of money
1: yeah, I feel like that's where it's all going. It's just going to make the money, you know.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, like, WWE is going to pay his brother a lot of money. He's going to make a lot of money. Their podcasts make a ton of money. Yeah, um, and that's kind of like where we are now in the whole social media world, um, where you see everything kind of going to yeah. Instagram. Do you have a TikTok at all? Or are you just do it. You just on Instagram. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: man. I don't want. I don't want the uh, <laughs> social media overload. I, hear I don't you. have Twitter. I've I, I have Facebook. I don't use it. Okay. I, I, I get on there to, you know, see what some people were up to, but like I haven't posted anything on Facebook in a long time. And I had, I had, fa- I got Facebook. That was my freshman year of college. That's when Zuckerberg created it. I had, I was one of the first few people to have it within the month that it came out.
0: Cause you had um, to have a college. Um, you had to have a college, yeah, email, college
1: email. All Facebook was for was where's the party at and hookups and Hey, nice to meet you. Like that's all it was for. I at mean, which
0: wish it was that simple again, right? Cause it was that simple again. And as soon as they opened
1: it up, everyone's like, oh, hell, I'm out shopping today. I'm yeah. out getting my coffee. And you know that's that's what it turned into. And then I was kind of like, all right, I'm over this.
0: I got it in 2008. Around, maybe it'll be 2007. But I was around like 28, 29 years old when I first got on it. Um, And it was I got it because my, my fiance at the time got it. I'm like, let me okay. check it out. I actually want to see if she was talking to any guys. Well, that's, the reason, yeah. that's the main reason why I got it. Um she was, was suspicious. Yeah. Suspicions we're, were right, um, but yeah. it's a whole other story from the time. Well, yeah. um, but like you know, it was just, and then like it gets sucked in. I mean, I'm still. It's now, all these years later, I'm yeah. 43 years old, and I, I, I'm on these apps all the time. It's, it's I never like knew that this was like yeah. would be a thing, and especially now I was talking to some comedy buddies of mine about how like you know the clubs are now booking people off of TikTok followers and this and that, where wow. they don't really have the chops to go and do 45 minutes. Like, you know, cause it's, it's a, it's a thing that you start doing. It takes you 10 years to get good.
1: I could, I could imagine because I mean, my, so I mean, my favorite podcast, Joe Rogan, I've listened to him for years. Yeah. And, you know, he, he'll talk about that a lot like comedy and, you know, it, it takes a lot and it takes a lot of work and you, you can't just go on there and do a five-second TikTok video and get a couple million followers, Be like, all right, now I'm a comedian. Yeah.
0: No, it takes – I mean, back in the day, it would take you like, you know, these guys like – see, Carson used to be the – kind of Rogan's kind of like what Carson was yeah. in a sense where, like, if you did Carson and you did well and Johnny called you over to the couch, your career is made. Right. You are a national headliner. But these guys worked in the clubs for, like, 10 years. To get there, Building yeah. that act. Yeah. And kind of like now with Rogan is, like, you know, he has John. And it gives you the following, gives you the clout, and yeah, you, you del- it's kind of like he kind of like he can make or break you a little bit, like you absolutely. know, with that. He so he's the closest thing we have to that. I think he's the most legit, you know, yeah, in my mind. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, um, I you know, what I see on t- I mean, I'm on, I'm on TikTok, but I, I my algorithm is really screwed up. I don't see anything of any value. Well,
1: it's the same thing with Instagram now. It's like you know, I it, at some point I guess I must have liked like a pimple popping video or oh, something. Oh, that's all In I, I my see. whole feed yes. is just gross stuff now, and I'm I love like, it. What I don't, I don't want to see <laughs> this. Like, how how
0: can we get rid of this? Like, how did this happen? Like, <laughs> so mine's like pimple popping. Yeah. Um, thick girls. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, that comes up on there, and I don't know how this keeps coming up. Um, I guess it came up one time, and I got like I went down like a rabbit hole with it. There's this guy from Long Island who does like First Amendment audits. Oh, okay. Like he walks into like public buildings or you know, like and public property yeah. where no one's really sure of what going on. And he, I mean, he's a dick. I mean, it's, he's a, but he's like, and I just was like, I'm just going through it. Like, like, Oh my God, this, I'd be scared to do this. Like, you know, how's this, guy, this guy's this gotten arrested a couple of times. Yeah. But I realized these people make money from doing this. Like, it's like a whole right. thing. And I, that all comes up now. Like that's now, cause I went down that one rabbit hole. If you go down like a it's rabbit like, hole on social media, forget <laughs> about it. It's um, crazy. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's,
1: but- I think I've had Instagram since 2013. I got it like right before I did my last show, and again, I it was just fitness page at that point. And from then until now, it's it's not even the same thing.
0: No, it's it's, it's a totally not, different thing.
1: Yeah, I feel because I feel like I actually feel like when it first started, that's kind of it's almost seemed like it was only for I mean, it was for pictures. Yeah, like post a picture of what I'm doing, whatever. But it almost seemed like. Like the fitness side was like the biggest thing on Instagram.
0: Yes, it was. That was was like
1: the biggest group of people using it.
0: Well, because the picture aspect of it, it was like, you know, here's what I could do. I could do side by sides. And then what happened was Mm -hmm. Snapchat came out. Yeah. And they were like, no, we're going to do stories now. So there were stories and then they added videos. And then the whole real thing happened because of TikTok. Like TikTok was just videos and that's what, you know, and everything just evolves and we have to be, you know, trying to draw everybody in. Yeah. So now it's the whole real thing.
1: Switched it back though because when they switched the feed to like whatever the TikTok view was, I hated that. Yeah. It seemed like everybody hated that. I was glad that they were like, okay, we're going to go back to how it was here because everyone doesn't like it.
0: No, because you want to go to TikTok, go on TikTok.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So before we wrap it up here, is anything you wanted to plug or anything you you, you wanted to let pe- the people know?
1: Uh no plugs. I mean, I, I at some point I'm going to have merchandise coming out and hopefully my own cigar. Really? I mean, that's the goal. Really? Okay. that's the goal. I mean, this is what I want to do: cigars, and we'll do the merch, and maybe a a lounge some point down the road. So, all right. So you
0: you want to get into the cigar industry? That's uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm having a dream come true, like to to do that and everything. But like, that's cool. Like you actually working on it. You you have you working on a cigar, or just you have like?
1: I'm I'm not yet. I have I have ideas. I have names. You know, I have the stuff for merchandise i mean so you know we talked about the discipline right so yeah. you know i had all the stuff i was ready to kind of do it with like the merchandise and then we move and then we're working on the house and then i decided to almost chop my finger off and <laughs> it's all kind of like some setbacks with doing that so then it's kind of like now i'm out of the rhythm and it's like okay everything's right here we just need to take a few more steps to and you know i just been kind of sitting on it so that, okay that's discipline with myself that i need to take the step to yeah.
0: I hope that happens because I the guys from the Burn Down podcast did it. They put out a great cigar. Yeah, um,
1: no, I I love it. Yeah,
0: which I was like I hope I like it because I, I love those guys. And then like I'm like, no, oh, this is really this is really good. Like I I was that uh, was I was pleasantly surprised. I, I knew they were going to do because so they're they're very like you know the sticklers what they like and stuff. Um, but it's just good when something you know people that like your friends would come out with something that that's good that right. you could support. Right. Um, I know yeah. it sells out at my, my lounge like crazy. They get them in and they're, they're gone.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, I would like to either get to like dr or something like that to tour a factory and learn more about blending and yeah. you know, and then go from there. So well, we'll that look. that might be a little further down the road, but the, the merchandise I definitely like shirts and the stickers and stuff like that and hats. I kind of want to get all that going. Yeah,
0: um, I'll, and listen, I'll definitely uh, support when you when you get one. I'll I'll, I'll rock that that merchandise. And in the meantime, go follow AJ over at Stogie Time on Instagram. It's a really good follow. Even if you don't like cigars, you're gonna be laughing at these reels because they are really funny. Um, and I'm a comedian. He's got me laughing. And, you know, I most of these reels I, I can't stand, but this is uh, some funny stuff. The other day you had one. I was just, it was just I was chuckling to myself. It was uh, the one we like yelling at the like. Oh yeah, drop the cigar. The cigar. No, yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's just because I picture myself. I've done that, and it's like, yeah, yeah. god damn, it. You know, it's, the cigars ruined. You're like, no, it's still good. It's
1: funny how it works too because, like, I'm like, all right, I just need to do a quick one today. That one's like five seconds. I'm like, all right, hey, I drop my cigar all the time.
0: Cool. And then 40, it, like, five minutes, it, like 40,000 views.
1: It's funny, yeah, because, like, at first, it like, nothing on it. And, you know, and then all of a sudden, like, I open my Instagram, it's like, blah, 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 <laughs> like, like, blowing up. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I look, it's like 10,000, 20,000, 30,000. And I mean, that's not by. Bi- I think, I think viral was like 100,000 or something like that. So I've had two get kind of close. Yeah. Um, but then, like, you'll put out another video. Like it gets like a thousand plays and I'm like,
0: all right, whatever. It is true. Cause I, I did, um, there was a TikTok trend where like people were like, it's been X amount of years. You won't recognize me. And they pick like a celebrity. They look like when they were a kid or something like that.
1: Uh, Okay. And I did
0: Petey from the Cosby show.
1: I can't remember. I think I remember you put that. Yeah.
0: Because like when I was, when I actually, when I was in first grade, the Cosby show was on and the older kids would call me Petey When I was walking through the the playground, Uh, I was a short little fat kid. It's exactly what he. I looked. I looked exactly the same haircut. Like I had the bowl haircut like in the eighties. It yeah. was the same thing. My cousins called me Petey. Like it was just that's what. So I thought, okay, this would be funny. Yeah. So it, it did okay on Instagram and TikTok. I put it on Facebook Reels. It's got almost a million views. Oh
1: shit!
0: And people DM me, like, oh my god, I hope you're doing well. I remember this episode. Like they start yeah. like naming episodes, and like somebody in my Weight Watchers meeting. Came up to me and was like, So are you Petey from the Cosby show? <laughs> and I'm like, What? She goes, I saw you on TikTok. You came up with my TikTok and like, I'm like, That's, I know that guy. I'm showing my kids. Look, look, he's famous. He was on TV. I'm like, Yeah. I'm like, No, it was a joke. It's a whole thing. She's like, That's Oh, funny. okay. It's like,
1: I was joke about it with my wife. You know, we'll be out somewhere. And I'd be like, i am like, Yeah, we were out. And somebody was like, Oh my, are you Stogie time? And I was like, No, never, never <laughs> happened yet. So maybe it we'll will.
0: Then. It's it's going to happen. Believe me, it, it, yeah. it will happen, especially, you know, as you keep growing the page and, and things happening for you. Um, and it's great when you're out and because I happens here, you know, cause I do comedy on long Island here yeah. and when I'm out somewhere and people recognize it's, it's the best feeling. Yeah. You always definitely. hope I always like what happens with like family members that like, you know, I've disappointed with my life <laughs> decisions, you know, then, then they see like, you know, okay, he's actually, you know, maybe doing something, yeah. but no, uh, I think it definitely will. You, you, you got a great page. Again, once again, follow AJ over at Stogie time. I want to thank you for joining me here tonight on the podcast. Absolutely. This is a great talk and definitely we'll have you on again because this was this was a blast. Yeah. And time, uh, I appreciate you having me. No problem. One day I can't wait to actually sit and have a cigar with you.
1: We're not far we're not that far apart, so no, we we're
0: gonna make it happen. It's, it's gonna it's gonna happen. When the weather gets nicer, I'm definitely gonna make this happen. All right. All right, you man. Do. Thank you for joining me here on the podcast. And everybody, please go. Follow Stogie Time. You can follow me also over at Comic Anthony D. We're back live. Podcast is live. Facebook, Instagram, but always available at anchor.fm slash Podcast. Also, find us on Insta- uh, Instagram, iTunes, and while you're there, five-star rate and review. We are played In and Out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. Check it out on iTunes, download the song, and while you're there, look at his new band Demon Scar dropping new music like crazy. They have a live album, Demon Scar, live at Beery's. Check them out, demonscar.bandcamp.com. Long Island, only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show, and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich out there. Not because it's named after me, because it really is that good. Check it out, finsdeli.com. Once again, I want to thank everybody who joined us on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, and everybody listening at home on your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 249. I'll talk to you next week. Have a good one.